Welcome to Media in Minutes. This is your host, Angela Toole. This podcast features in-depth interviews with those who report on the world around us. They share everything from their favorite stories to what happened behind the lens and give us a glimpse into their world. From our studio here at Communications Redefined, this is Media in Minutes. Today we are talking with Jimmy M. Jimmy is a veteran travel writer and expert who has been to 113 countries and stayed in more than 650 hotels. He is the founder and editor of TravelBinger.com and has written for top-tier publications including Condé Nast Traveler, Travel and Leisure, Men's Journal, Rob Report, Marie Claire, and many more. He was also senior lifestyle writer at CNBC. Welcome, Jimmy. I'm excited to talk with you today. Thank you, Angela. It's so great to be on your show. (laughs) Yes. So I have to start, you know, with you are not only a prolific travel writer, but you also have a full-time PR job. How do you manage them both? You know, that's a really good question. And it's, it's funny because it's, um, it's not easy. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I think what helps is the fact that I was a freelancer for such a long time. I'm really good at multitasking. I'm really good at prioritizing, Um, you know, having a full-time job in PR. It's great because it's in travel. Um, But I think the benefit is that, you know, I've been a writer for so long. I'm back in, you know, I'm back in PR. So I've been on both sides of the fence. Uh And I, I think that is kind of the secret sauce. Uh, so I know, so it's, it comes, it's almost like effortless was with the job. Yeah. And then I do a lot of the writing on, you know, at night or, you know, on the weekends, but yeah, it's, you know, on top of that, uh, you know, I run my website, travelbinger.com and yes. that's been really exciting. Uh, so it's, I do have my hands full. <laughs> yes. So you started in PR and then did freelancing and, and kind of then meshed both. Is that how your career path has been? It, it, yes, I started, uh, I worked for a vodka company doing PR and events. Okay. Like when I first moved to New York. I'm sure that wasn't fun at all. (laughs) I know. Right. It's so, it's, 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 I, the stories that I have are insane. I Um, bet. (laughs) Yeah. And I know that, um, I was also like a pretty big DJ back then as well. I was involved in life. And so it was, uh, I, you know, I have a lot of stories. So did you always want to be a travel writer at, or did you think you wanted PR first and then that kind of happened or how, how did that happen? Well, I actually, you know, it's funny. I knew that I wanted to be a writer and I, I had known since I was a kid, I remember writing my first, you know, short story when I was maybe five years old and, oh, wow. um, yeah. And so I was, you know, throughout, I was always writing, a poems and short stories in high school I was known as the writer you know (laughs) all the things for our yearbooks and you know even just uh you know the prom invites I would write the little you know blurbs and stuff and I was on yearbook but I always wanted to be a novelist and so that was the career path that I thought I was you know taking I went to Emerson College but it actually, you know, travel writing just kind of fell in my lap. I loved traveling as well. The f- yeah. One of the first jobs that I got in New York, uh, uh, you know, like real jobs was uh, at Business Traveler magazine. And okay. so I was an editor there and it just, everything just started happening from there. And it was funny because I didn't put two and two together. I just saw it as a job. Uh, 
I didn't even realize I could travel with them. And so my editor, the editor in chief asked me to write a review for it. It was like the new business class for Lufthansa. And so that opened so many doors. Um, I, you know, other editor, you know, an editor at Travel Weekly reached out to me, asked me to write a story. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it, it just, it took off from there. I became a freelance. I left and I became a freelance writer. And you're like, wow, is this real life? I'm traveling and yeah. <laughs> being paid and, for it, right? Yeah, and remember, this is, you know, back when I'm in my early 20s. So I yeah. started young, like very, very young. Yes. Uh, yeah, and it was easier to be a, a, a freelance writer back then uh, because, you know, the state of the publishing industry was different. You know, there yes. were so many yes. things and all these new websites were coming out and they had so much money. And yeah, so I, you know, successfully became a travel writer. I wasn't looking for it, but it just kind of fell in my lap. And I'm very grateful that it happened because yeah. I get to see a lot of this world. Yes. And now it's not the same as you described as much. <laughs> it's a little bit harder as for freelancers now. There's so many more of them too. Oh, absolutely. Everything, cha- you know, what really changed is when uh, social media became a thing and when influencers started coming out, that really changed uh, uh, everything because it happened around the time that publishing what, you know, the magazines were, Yes, they were just closing, right? So yeah. it started becoming a little bit more challenging for a lot of freelance writers. Now, I knew they had, they actually had to get jobs. You know, I was still a DJ at the time. I could supplement my income, um, but it yeah. became harder. It was, you know, it, it became a lot harder to, to be a freelance writer. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like everyone's a journalist then, you know, or they, they yeah. claim to be, everyone claims to be a journalist, right? Once I decided I, I it was just, it wasn't, you know, becoming financially, it didn't make sense right. to be a freelance writer anymore. I, um, at the time that I was thinking about going in-house somewhere, just out of the blue, um, you know, a, a former editor I used to work with, uh, she was at CNBC, asked me to join. They were launching a new lifestyle vertical. So I went in-house at CNBC. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. And that was that was an amazing experience. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how yeah. do you choose your next destination? And do you prefer to go solo or, you know, press trips or with others? I prefer solo trips. Uh, press mm-hmm. trips are, are uh, you know, and I, I I think that most people, I think this is a thing for a lot of publicists post-COVID. Yeah. Uh, every, there's so many people. It's so hard to please everybody. Yes, <laughs> right. You know, it, uh, but I do definitely do solo trips now. I haven't done a press trip in a really, really long time, only because yeah. I always have my own agenda. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's uh, at a time, and, and this isn't even, this is for a long time. I've always just preferred solo because if you look at the right, you know, the outlets that I wrote for, they're so different, right? Mm-hmm. Everything from, uh, you know, Kanye Nass Fowler to Men's Journal to Passport to Marie Claire. It, I, I'm, I'm catering to so many different audiences. And then if I go on a press trip, it doesn't, like I'm limited in terms of what, you know, I, it, right. I really have to just be on my own because that way I can just set my own schedule and see what would be best for this outlet and what would be best for this outlet. Yes. Um, choose, in terms of choosing my own, des- the destinations, going back to the blessing in disguise of uh, or the <laughs> positives of COVID, I ended up buying a car. And so my destinations are chosen by where uh, I would like to drive to. <laughs> so, okay. 
Yeah, that is the number one priority. And then um, it really is, it has to be. Now, and I don't know if you experienced this or, you know, any, you know, publicists that are listening right now, but the more uh, experienced a travel writer is, like the veteran travel writers, uh-huh. we're a lot more picky in terms of the destinations we go to. Yes. Right? And so, yeah. yeah. It really is, you know, we have that sense of like been there, done that. Okay. So if I'm going to make effort to visit a destination, there has to be a lot of new things that mm-hmm. I can experience. So it's, it's, those are usually the angles that I like is like, what's new here and what's, you know, what's, yes. what's the new restaurants. And especially if it's a city uh, or a destination that has, multiple new luxury hotels that have opened as well as restaurants maybe celebrity chef opened a restaurant and there's this new attraction and uh those are the things that excite me in terms of the destination Um, okay yeah what are your favorite types of stories to write uh lately it really has been uh i've i've been writing a lot of like road trip stories um, I did a really big, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's because it's a huge trend. Everyone's got cars and everyone, everyone's driving and it's a huge market now. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of road trip stories. Um, and that's been really fun. Uh, I always travel with my dog, uh, mm. <laughs> who is, you know, she's a Shih Tzu and she, you know, so her first trip was when she was seven weeks old, you know, so <laughs> so used to it's like second nature to her just you know she always knows when we're gonna go travel somewhere but yeah um, so I do a lot of pet friendly uh kind of like pet travel stories uh-huh. um there's always you know uh, there's always something to write about so aside from the freelance articles you're writing and the full-time PR job you also are the founder and editor of travelbinger.com which is a travel oh. and lifestyle website that is the only independent travel website, both on Google News and Apple News, which is amazing. Um, you know, many travel journalists have their own websites, but do not have the kind of following that yours does or the success that yours have had. You know, how have you grown it so much? Um, that, you know, that's a really good question. And it's so funny that you uh, bring that up because I launched the website, which uh, I launched it, I think it was January, 2020. And so of course COVID hit right after. And oh, so right. it did not do well. I mean, <gasps> and I got investor. I mean, it was like a whole thing. Oh. Um, yeah. So thankfully things have grown. Uh, I, you know, I'm very grateful. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, I'm going to say, I'm proud of myself for, uh, getting into Google news. It's so hard to get yes. into Google news, uh, and Apple news. So yes. Apple news is one of the hardest. I mean, their criteria just to be, you know, and if you go to, to Apple news, it's only the major players that are there, right? It's like Condé Nast travel right. are afar. So I feel, you know, it is a huge accomplishment and it's a huge accolade. It's, you know, writing daily content and having, you know, the best content, yeah. um, and then Google News, obviously, like any story that I publish will always be, you know, uh, not only in Google News, but ranked really high. So they appear, you know, on the first page, uh, you know, in a Google search, um, first or second page, you know, obviously, depending on the story. But 
it's been great. It's been really good. You know, I do a lot of um, affiliate marketing um, okay. or yeah, affiliate links. So that's really helped. I'm affiliates with like Amazon and whatever, but it's so in the travel space, right? I mean, so yes. or are yeah. you doing products too? Or, or oh, travel yeah. products. I will do. I will do product reviews. Uh, I do okay. have a product review section on my site, but uh, I I've branched out. It's now a travel and lifestyle website because there's okay. a lot of people coming to my site looking for you know like uh, interested in the lifestyle component. So um, it's been great, and it's been it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And to the point where it is, uh, thankfully, thank you know, knock on wood that it's this <laughs> way, and nothing really impacts travel the way that COVID did. But yeah. you know, it is, uh, it's doing very well, and it is, you know, passive income, and it's, I'm, I'm very well. I wouldn't even say passive because I, I, you know, I have to. Right, you have it. to do so much with it, right? Yeah, right. I do so much work, um, but it's been really wonderful and it's uh yeah i'm very proud of of where it's at now yeah that whole affiliate marketing too is such an undertaking i mean you're probably a pro at it by now <laughs> but it is such yeah. a there's so much that that goes into affiliate marketing and it's it's somewhat new you know so that had to be a big yeah. undertaking too it was i'm i'm part of two big programs i was accepted into two big programs so i'm very excited about that okay uh, every story will have something and you know obviously that's any website any website yeah. has affiliate market you know it's it's just how media's these days but yeah. i don't do uh a lot of it is just, you know, I, I can write a story and I'll probably, you know, sometimes I'll link to your hotel. Sometimes I'll, you know, if you have a lot of hotels are part of affiliate programs and, you know, they get really excited about having links and, you know, back. Right. So important. Right. On the travel writing side and the website, you know, side, how can PR professionals help you do your job and what, you know, pet peeves do you have? You know, I, I do get a lot of pitches um, and it's, I'm probably the most basic thing that anyone, any writer will say uh, in any of these, you know, interviews is, you know, know, know who you're pitching, right? Like, right. I don't want to get pitches for things that I'm not going to write about. Right. You know? And it's really a matter of uh, really getting to know the writer, even, you know, just for me uh, as, you know, doing PR as well. Um, it's, it's, it's so important to go through your, you know, platforms. If you don't know a writer and get to know, you know, what do they like to write about? Go look at their social media, see what, you know, what interests them, what are they posting? Um, it's the same thing for me as a writer and an editor. It's like, I probably will not write about like the, you know, uh, pink, stocking st uh, <laughs> I don't know, pink, uh, uh, stockings, uh, that are, for kids it right I, you know what I mean like right 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 I mean, look at just look at the stories I publish on my website and then you'll and, and you'll get it and then um you know just as a freelance writer like I I'm known to just do luxury travel or even uh -huh. um, as the term is becoming more common now extreme luxury and okay. so uh yeah that is uh I probably wouldn't write about you know just kind of like a basic place or um uh, you know, like a budget brand 
So, so before we go, I need to ask you about your side hustle as if it wasn't enough what you're already doing, <laughs> but, um, and, uh, tell us a little bit about that. I am a professional tarot reader and I have a, a tarot reading business. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's called the tarot ship. Okay. Uh, just started a YouTube, uh, this spring. And so oh, great. I do tarot readings for every sign. Like I do weekly readings and monthly readings. And I also do celebrity readings. Uh, yeah. So that's been going really well. I, you know, again, I just started it in, I think it was May. Um, and I have like about 5,000 subscribers at this point. Wow. I think it's a good sign for, okay. So for those who don't know what tarot reading is, yeah, so it is just it's uh you know using the tarot cards. I use the Rider Waite Smith deck. Um, okay. And it is divination, and it it you know it's more like guidance, right? And so I worked for a famous astrologer for five years. I was her editor, and so I edited all her horoscopes. And I can tell you right off the bat, one of the hardest jobs in the world is being an editor for an astrologer. Okay. I bet. Yeah. It's so much work because you have to know all the back end stuff. You have to know what, you know, this alignment means and why wow. this is happening and what this planet represents. And you have to know all the back end stuff. So, you know, it was very educational for me. I got to learn everything about astrology and, you know, I, I, I can, you know, as you know, I can just tell you right off the bat, you tell me what sign you are. I can tell you what's going to happen yes. uh, for you <laughs> right now. And, you know, by, or even next year. Um, but I combined what makes me unique is that I combine astrology and tarot and not a lot of, uh, tarot readers do this. And it's really interesting because, um, tarot it, and, and astrology go hand in hand and they have for centuries like yeah. every card you know in the tarot deck has uh is assigned a, a specific astrological aspect or is okay. ruled by a planet or whatnot so um so do you do those virtually and and how do people yeah. uh, learn more I do in person and uh but not as much anymore because of COVID, yeah. but um virtually through Zoom. And okay. then um so how it starts off, and I do uh events. So I I just, you know, Kimpton Hotels, I just did a big event for them. They had a corporate event here in New York City in July. And so they hired me to do, you know, readings for everyone there. I just yeah. did another one at a boutique hotel opening a few weeks ago. I've done, you know, birthday parties. So I, you know, I get booked for events, but it's so funny because a lot of those people will come back and do, you know, personal reading book personal readings with me. And because it it is really interesting and it really is just guidance I don't know how it works but it just works <laughs> it's a crazy thing but but I do yeah I, I think that you did ask like pet peeves about yeah uh, yeah one thing that uh I would this is and you know this is coming from not only me being you know working in PR but also as a writer for a really long time is um, I one thing that I've noticed this year, and I don't know if it's because of remote work, but um, and uh -huh. it, it's been a thing for you know, uh, and and this is probably the the biggest takeaway for any publicist that's listening. If there is a publicist who has no idea what they're doing and doesn't respond 
right away. Like I will not work not only with that person, but that agency. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. Uh, I've had, you know, sometimes I've been on deadline. Uh, you know, I write these big 13 page features for passport, you know, both print and online. And sometimes I need things. Um, I always try to give like advanced notice. And, you know, if there is a publicist who, really can't get me the thing but then has uh you know you, you I'm really good you know I'm an empath so I can pick up energy right. uh, that person represents your agency and when I get the attitude of them feeling like they don't want to do the work mm. I get that impression for the agency so it's really important sure. to hire the right people and to do these check-ins with with you know uh the people that you work with there's so many publicists out there who are uh that I've worked with that because of their just how they work yeah. which doesn't which isn't great <laughs> like it's very very obvious that they do not care yeah it really does represent the agency and then I just go with another agency and I'll you know write about their hotel that's a competitor or something yeah I completely get it well thank you so much you've been very insightful it was it was really interesting and how can our listeners connect with you online aside from the tarot side on the um, travel side probably just going through my website travelbinger.com it's just jimmy at travelbinger.com is my email and perfect uh, that's probably the best way Great. Thank you so much. And we'll link to all of the things you mentioned in our show notes. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Angela. That's all for this episode of Media and Minutes, a podcast by Communications Redefined. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our show. We'd love to hear what you think. You can find more at communicationsredefined.com slash podcast. I'm your host, Angela Toole. Talk to you next time.